Mark, when I was younger, I used to go to church. As you know, I was raised Catholic um, and the church used to play movies on a, on a Sunday afternoon. Um, and one Sunday afternoon around Halloween, the reverend told me that it was resurrection. I was so excited. Joe, yeah, there's a really sad thing. I just need to listen better. What he said, it was it was he was showing Rev's erection. <laughs> Dude, man, you don't want us to get cancelled by the Catholic Church. Before you forget, you want to die tonight? Hypochondriac with asthma is in there. I just lose all sense of equilibrium. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to say 9 out of 10. Always enjoy watching it every time. Windmills were fire hazardous. He literally used the paycheck to pay for a house. That's all it was for. Meeting someone for the first time, you wouldn't be talking like that. But he was so stoned, he'd like half fallen asleep. You and Tasha are meant to be. I'll figure that shit out. I just got fired yesterday. I'm free. I swear to God, I'm gonna stick that wolf up your asshole. Hello, welcome to the You Run Podcast. My name is Scott. Uh, my name is Mark. And you are listening to the only horror movie review show completely run and controlled by the listeners. You pick the movies, you score the movies, you get to review the movies. In honesty, me and Mark are just passengers. You, you do it all and we just kind of voice it for you. That being said, we're grateful for every single one of you who listens and gets involved. And each week the numbers go up and the feedback goes up. And I'm, I'm really, really humbled. And I know Mark is gobsmacked every week that random people message him and go, I liked the show. Oh, in the case of last week, it was, I liked your rage. Everyone likes Angry Mark. For some reason, yeah, I don't know why. I, I think this episode may do well. <laughs> yes, this one is going to be like hell unleashed. There's lots of ways you can get involved in the show. You can email us, yourunpodcast at gmail.com. You can say whatever you want and we'll give it a read on the air. Uh, you can send a voicemail. You can do that at yourunpodcast.com or you can send it through a voice note on Instagram or the Discord service. Uh, follow us on uh, at you run podcast on instagram tiktok twitter and discord if you need a link to get into the discord service dm me somewhere else and i'll send you the link what's the deal with the discord server at the minute we live and kick in i haven't really given uh, it much attention no so at the moment the discord server will go uh, it's live you can go in there and if you say hello i'll say hello back and we'll have a chat but at the moment it's going to build up and the idea is the first of november we're going to drop some exclusive sneak peeks as to what coming so in the discord server you'll be able to get access to our planner so you'll be able to see what movies we've got booked in for new releases you'll be able to see what movies we've got in the polls you'll be able to see where there's gaps in the polls and you'll be able to suggest a movie to fill a gap so if you join us in the discord server you get an extra element of control over the show you're missing the whole idea of a patron element of a show this is what people give away for money (laughs) I know we do it for free, but I've always I said from when I very first started my very first episode, it will always be free. So I'm going to stick to that. OK, so, well, if there you go, then if you have joined the Discord server already and you're wondering why there isn't a lot of traction going on there at the moment, that is why. Yeah, get, there, get yourself involved for the first November. This week, we were going to be joined by one quarter of the Ghoul Kids Table podcast, uh, Chunky Larry. Um, due to an unexpected family emergency, Larry's unable to be with us. Um, Larry, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Me and Mark are sending all the love in the world your way. Um, there's a spot on the show whenever you want to come and join us. As Larry can't be with us, um, I wanted to give a bit of a shout out to his show. So the Ghoul Kids Table podcast is Larry hosts alongside Ali Grind, the Cool Ghoul and the Tragic Ra. 
she'll like that. That's kind of how she introduced herself in all of her TikTok videos. Um, that was the least intimidating Ra I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah, tragic Ra. You need to follow her on TikTok. She's absolutely awesome. In fact, they're all awesome. Claw Gould's brilliant. He's the slick, super slick guy. And Ali Grind is brilliant. And I, I'm not going to lie, some of his videos when he doesn't talk, he's a fucking scary dude. He's a really... Am, I'm not aware of this content. I'll have to uh, check it out. You definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, check out their podcast. The link will be in the bio on this episode. Uh, it's a really cool show. They talk shit about horror. Uh, their next episode, they're putting Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 on trial, where they're going to give uh, arguments as to why it should go in the bin and arguments as to why it should be kept. And then Larry's going to adjudicate over and decide whether Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 needs to be binned forever. He's not the best person to be adjudicated in that situation. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think he is. I think Larry will call that down the middle. But there's 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 strong arguments for both. I thought he was a massive, massive Rob Zombie hater. Uh, kind of a little bit. I, I, I've already put my yeah. two pennies worth in for that episode, saying that Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 must burn because of Sherry Zombie. Yeah, you're a bad man. And the White Horse. Yeah, OK, I'll give you the White Horse. I, 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 I'm on the prosecution, 100%. <laughs> Me and Mark had written this episode planning on having a guest uh, and we'd built everything around that, obviously with the quiz and all the other bits. And we needed someone who would fill the gap, someone who is going to hate on H uh, hate on H4. No, that's a different episode. Uh, someone who's going to hate on Halloween Resurrection as much as Larry would have. Um, spoiler, Larry would have slayed this. Um, so we reached out to an obsessive VHS collector uh, a YouTube extraordinaire. Um, and thankfully, he said yes. Uh, so we've joined today by Gareth from Video Tasties. Hi, Gareth. Help. I'm under duress to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got probably... a feeling like you were, you felt like we were winding you up on the build-up today. She's like, are you sure we're definitely doing Resurrection? Yeah, this like, is... You're winding me up. <laughs> I was up for Monster Squad, but then... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, you drew the long straw this is definitely the better movie well okay I will. <laughs> what better monster squad you maniac <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you got going on at the moment gareth because i was amazed we got you because you live stream more than anyone else in the world on youtube <laughs> that is true uh i was on holiday so that's why i'm here i cancelled my holiday and came onto this show it was that important Oh. It, it is that important. Every listeners, pay attention. It is that important. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to dilly too much now. We're going to give Gareth a good section at the end where he can tell you all about the stuff he does, which is all of it's incredible. But we're going to dive straight in. Today, we're looking at a universally hated installment of the Halloween franchise. Um, I want to say universally hated. It's hated by Mark. It's hated by Gareth. It's hated by pretty much everyone but me. Um, uh, Michael... <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> uh, Michael returns again to confront his traumatised sister before heading back to Haddonfield for his five minutes of fame on a reality TV show if you haven't guessed it yet it's time for some dangertainment it's Halloween Resurrection you're killing me man honestly tomorrow night you will enter the childhood home of our most brutal mass murderer the home has been rigged up with several cameras but for the most part the audience will see only what you see are you sure they're not just putting us in some house with hidden cameras in the shower this is gonna be fun the windows will be boarded up and all the doors will be locked shut behind them 
no one will be allowed to leave until the show is over. Let the danger tainment begin! You think this is the one that he used to, you know, do his thing? One flash and you could light up a thousand computer screens. You are like this close to getting voted off the island. Wait, what just happened? We just lost Bill's camera. There's somebody in the hall. Sooner or later. What took you so long? Freaking freak, mother. We're going to start with the listeners' scores. Uh, you'll get my marks and Gareth's at the end of the episode. Um, but for now, what the listeners say is gospel. Um, the listeners scored this better than they scored the monsters. Um, they scored this a very respectable six out of ten. I want to hold it. I'm going to hold it. Uh, uh, yeah, hold it in like you did on the Munsters episode and then get a couple <laughs> more beers in and just unleash. I, that is my plan. That is okay. My plan. <laughs> I was going to slate the listeners, but I'm one of them. So. <laughs> uh, now, Mark, in this movie, Freddie Harris, or Buster Rhymes, uh, asks a question that I've worked out the answer to. So before we get in, I want to start with that. So he says... Who's better than what Chung Lee whooping everybody's ass while smoking a cigarette? And the answer to that is Mark praising everybody's ass in this week's recommended account of the week. Do you know what? I don't know whether to clap or slap you, man. That was dreadful. <laughs> I thought Buster was in the room, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Recommended account of the week. So this week's recommended account, week in, week out, I give you accounts from across the Instagram wild web. I try and reach out to other accounts like Twitter and TikTok, but we haven't quite got on that far yet. So we're still sticking with Instagram at the moment. Um, and as I do, I obviously scour pages and do my usual scrolling business to find something suitable for you all. And then all of a sudden it just hit me. Why am I giving credibility to people that none of us know when we should be celebrating the people who listen and tune in week in, week out and share our content and listen to every single thing we produce? And who better to nominate this week than Skelly? If you don't know Skelly by Skelly, you will also know our skeleton fan on Instagram. Um, She's an absolute trooper. She doesn't just listen to this episode. She listens to Newsweek. She listens to True Crime. She listens to, I'm sorry, she watches YouTube each week and shares them and advertises all the shows that the Urban Podcast hosts, and she's an absolute phenomenal friend of the show, and we just want to basically give you a shout-out to how much we appreciate you and how much you do each week, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So if you don't follow Skelly, you really should. Her page is great. She blasts constant horror content daily with reels, stories, polls, general posts. She's great, and her page is great, and you really should give us some recognition if you haven't already. Yeah, I agree completely, especially like a lot of the edits that she's been doing recently are awesome. Mm. Absolutely awesome. She's incredibly talented. And honestly, I pump out a lot of content. I struggle to keep up with the amount that Skelly pumps out. It's like every second there's something new and there's a new post or a new reel or a new story. She's great. Skelly, we, 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 we think you're amazing. Yeah, and we really, really appreciate everything you do for us at the show. And trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. So this week, you are our number one fan of the week. 
<laughs> and recommended account of the week. And, and, also, and, and also from a rumour I had, uh, a guest coming on your show very soon. Yep, this Sunday morning. Yeah, so that, that will have already Sunday happened morning. when this goes <laughs> out. Yeah. Sunday morning, uh, two weeks <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. um, and out of curiosity, I'm going to take, uh, I'm not going to guess, what movie are you doing with Skellington fan? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, fun, as fun as charades is for us, the listeners don't get that. <laughs> Gareth done the movie charade followed by four words. <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is a surprise to no one. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, Anyway, we're going to dive into this movie. And my goal in this episode is to convince all of the listeners who hate this and Gareth and Mark that this is a good installment in the Halloween franchise. Do your best. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Okay, so you're not convinced. So we're we're, going to get there. Well, Um, it is an entry in the Halloween series. So that is correct. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, unlike Halloween 3, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we open up proceedings three years after the events of that piece of garbage movie, Halloween H20. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going to interrupt you straight away. No, we don't. <laughs> we start with a rolling credit. This is the worst opening sequence to any Halloween film. Before we even start, before we even get going, this has the most shocking Halloween intro to any film. All we get is rolling credits for the slow build John Carpenter theme. And it's not even done very well. It's proper offbeat and untimed. It's weird. We have such iconic build-ups to every single Halloween film opening. You get the pumpkins. You get everything that comes with them. You even get the iconic Halloween forward, which is still the best one out of all of them, by the way. This has nothing, which just shows you the content you're about to get from this film. Okay. You done? Continue. Okay, I'm <laughs> uh, Laurie has been committed to a mental institute. Uh, it is revealed at the end of the last movie she didn't decapitate Michael Myers, as we all believed. Um, she decapitated a paramedic with three children, um, and he couldn't tell her that he was a paramedic because he'd had his larynx crushed by Michael Myers. The exposition of this and how they'd done it, I thought, was very good, and it harked back to one of Mark's favourites, H4. It was very reminiscent of the orderly in the hospital as he tells it's there's evil here there's evil here this is very much the same where it's a an experienced nurse telling a trainee nurse the story of what happened as they're walking down to laurie's room and mark's holding his chin because he knows there's a there's a link there it's very similar <laughs> Man, uh, <laughs> i feel like i'm like at school and i need to put my hand up to chime in yeah so i've got, I'm got my bridge. hand up here <laughs> i did the paramedic not take the mask off his hands were fine Oh, this is this is true. That's a problem with H20, though. Well done, Gareth. Thank you for spotting that. Um, we also get some flashbacks uh, to show how this all panned out. Uh, I love a good flashback in a movie. Um, I, I, I think they add and I think added to this scene it flashing back between the nurses and then back to what happened in H20. And I, I liked that. Um, Laurie's being heavily medicated. Um, she's not swallowing the pills, though. Instead, She's hiding them in a Raggedy Ann Annabelle doll. Um, She's a flashback to the first Halloween. Yeah. It, it is a callback to the first Halloween. And she's doing that because she knows eventually Michael is going to come with her. Come come yeah. with her? He's not going to come with her. <laughs> that, that's that a, that's a completely different film. What film you got there? <laughs> I didn't watch that one. Yeah. I watched the wrong one again, damn it. <laughs> the thing is, you talk about that flashback sequence, sir, but what annoyed me so much about that is, yeah, it's very plausible. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I would yeah, be right. willing to let it slide, but do you know what my issue is with the flashback scene is? 
the paramedic that they chose to use for the Michael Myers replacement is about four and a half foot tall <laughs> and extremely wide. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm not being funny, but it just you, makes little to no sense. At least you, you say, you, you that, say that but they made exactly the same mistake in Halloween Kills as they chased a four foot fat man around a hospital thinking <laughs> it was Michael Myers. We will get yeah. there when I get an episode on Halloween Kills. Just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get a brief scene where a patient we a patient in a clown mask walking the grounds and he scares the security guard. Um, it's set up in a first person Michael Myers style perspective. Um, and I thought that was cool, uh, but it's a complete red herring. Um, the patient is just a just a crate. No, I can't. I can't say crazy because I get cancelled. He's a, a mentally challenged. No. Mm. <laughs> okay, he's a lunatic who loves uh, serial killers. And uh, when the That's security familiar. guard spots him, he just rattles off loads of serial killers facts. Um, reminded me of my co-host on True Crime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether she's offended by that. <laughs> no, I, I, it's a compliment. She's got lots of serial killer facts, but she doesn't wear a clown mask. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's Halloween night, and we know just like Santa and most married men, Michael only comes once a year. <laughs> Oh. The, the silence there. Yeah. No, 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 no one's committing themselves to, uh, to to their wives potentially hearing this. <laughs> oh, wives, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and without any explanation of where he's been for the last year, th- last three years, Michael arrives at the Menstrual Institute. This annoyed me. Oh, oh, okay. What? You were only annoyed by this little bit. Yeah, the, the lack of explanation in any movie winds me up. Um, the lack of locked doors. I wonder if we're going to get yeah. the same level of explanation in Halloween Ends as to where he's been as we get in this movie. Right, also, he's lurking in a sewer basement area of the Mental Institute, which <laughs> looks very similar to a location that's been shown in the Halloween Ends trailer. No, don't even... Don't no, even just, no, let's not do this. No, let's not do this. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're drawing from one of the best Halloween movies, <laughs> but maybe they're drawing from Resurrection for Halloween Ends. There was a few things in this when I was watching it back for this episode, and I looked and I thought, fuck, God and Green nicked it from this one. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> uh, no, I don't just mean that one. I mean, like, there's a few things in this film. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he used that in HAT. What a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have two security guards doing a sweep in the basement area <laughs> and they stumble across Michael. Uh, the first one gets grabbed and decapitated while the second one's got his head in a vending machine trying to get something to eat. The second security guard goes to see what the noise was and he finds the, is it the washroom? Yeah, um, it's in the laundry yeah. and the tumble yeah. dryer's going. The tumble dryer's going. And he opens the tumble dryer and finds his partner's head. <laughs> I mean, uh, when has Michael Myers decapitated anybody with a kitchen knife? <laughs> like, this isn't Jason Voorhees. This isn't Jason Voorhees, you know what I mean? Like, this is... He's not a machete-wielding killer. Like, it, it, I don't know. Carry but on, he, mate. He does in this. Um, when yeah. he... When his, when twice. His, twice, yeah. When the security guard <laughs> finds the head, uh, Michael grabs him and slits his throat. Now, this is another problem I've got. The one-handed drop. He does it in H20 as well. I hate it. Oh, that yeah. I, yeah, I don't like that either. And that was that's my. I love H twenty. I think that's pretty outstanding. <laughs> like I you really, you really can't like do that. Lower yourself I can do it. Of course, I can. I'm I'm a buff guy. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I want to see TikTok of that. A hundred percent right in the promotion for this episode. I want a one-handed lower from you. 
I work in construction, guys. I can lift. Um, but yeah, no, I hit that in H20 and I, and I, I didn't like it here either. I just thought, this is a gimmick that doesn't need to be associated with his character. Please just bury it immediately. <laughs> yeah, again, something we're getting in Halloween ends. Anyway. Uh, hang on, where did he get the mask for from in this? Uh, I don't know. He's a stylist and had eyebrow implants. Yeah, and fuzzy hair at one point in the <laughs> asylum, because the mask yeah, is shown being peeled off the uh, poor paramedic in the flashback. To be fair, though, I mean, at least they did a correct certain things. Like in H4 into H5, they didn't alter that, but at least they went back and, mm. <laughs> and changed the uh, the ending of H2O to use the resurrection mask in this one, which is quite... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the look of the mask? Because I quite like this mask. I don't mind it. I, it is, can, I quite like it. Yeah. It I don't. Consistent. I don't like the eyebrows. I don't no, like the eyebrows. Weird. But I quite like the. If it, it, it's the most Shatner looking one since the original, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there is some positives from this review. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um, after Michael said he's running, in the, he's fun in the basement. He works his way into the hospital and straight to Laurie's room. Again, no explanation how he got there. I'm assuming he uses the force. <laughs> um, Laurie Dar. There's a nice little uh, Laurie Dar. <laughs> 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 uh, there's a nice little callback to the mental patient we saw earlier as Michael walks past his cell and he goes, sort of has this pause moment. Where he goes, Fuck, it's Michael Myers. <laughs> I, I like this guy a lot. I can't remember his name now. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name now. No, but he gets his facts wrong anyway. He, he does get his facts wrong, yes. He does. <laughs> I, I'm going to get to that in a minute and you can tell us what facts he got incorrect. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laurie appears to be sleeping under the covers and Michael enters and starts stabbing the bed. Enters, um, he smashes through the door. Yeah, I just, I'm going to call you out on this as well. Like, as nice as a throwback. This is obviously a callback to Halloween 2, where he walks through the door of the hospital and he smashes through the glass and he just walks straight through. It's obviously a callback to... to because the director of Halloween Resurrection is the, the worst entry in the fighter is the director of H2, one of the better entries in the franchise. So it was a callback to what he did with the hospital door in that one. Yeah. But... What I don't get is that this is a psychiatric hospital. Okay, like that is like an armoured door to, <laughs> to stop mental patients escaping. This dude just walks through it like it's paper. I was see, like, what the fuck? That's probably one of ten doors he did that through to get to her. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, this leads me to my next bit, because Laurie hits him with a, a stand-up lamp. <laughs> um, and electrocutes him. Now, I'm pretty sure in a mental hospital, there's nothing in there that they can pick up, swing around, wield, or that has a long cord that they may do some damage to themselves yeah. with. Yeah. No. Yeah, but there, there are some writing issues. I'll, I'll give you that. Oh, also, <laughs> in his, her room is a taped back together picture of her son. Just is on it? The on her bed. I yeah. didn't notice that. Is there, no, I didn't. Is there a Josh mm. Hartnett photo in there? Yeah. The, oh. uh, when you get the view of the room, you see the, the, the her doll from the First film on the bed, and then just above her on the right is a picture. It looks like it's been either ripped up or scrunched up and flattened out, but it's, uh, oh, cool. it's there. That's the only reference. Because it always annoyed me that it never acknowledged that in this film. Wow. Because yeah. you would think, based on the line of trajectory, that he's a, he's a family bloodline killer. If he did off Laurie Strode, he would then go for him. Well, that was going to be the next sequel. He was going to come back to get revenge on Michael for killing his mum. Yeah, and was Which he I... supposed to sign on for it? <laughs> about as happy as Jamie Lee Curtis was for this one, because <laughs> yeah, she was contractually obliged for that. But probably yeah. that will come up in fact. <laughs> that, that's why this callback clause is there, though, because you can make a Duff movie and get a big star back for your sequel to your Duff movie. Yeah. Um, 
Laurie runs up to the roof and Michael follows her. Um, little did he know he was walking into a trap, and literally like a, a trap for an animal. So he bursts out the door. Uh, Laurie's like 90 is hanging over the side and he walks over towards it. And then she like snares him by the ankle and hangs him upside down over the edge of the building. Yeah. She was sneaking up to the roof every so often and I'd find her up there. So she's obviously been setting it up. Setting this up is the, the most trap. fucking Looney Tunes Elmer Fudd shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I half expected Bugs Bunny to just pop around the corner and say, well done, and give her a clap. <laughs> <laughs> or Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she hits him with a line, I'm not scared of you, but you're scared of me, Michael. Are you scared of death? And she could have killed him, so she starts cutting through the rope with the knife that he's dropped. But curiosity gets the best of her as she goes to pull down his mask. <laughs> um, first watch of this, the first time I watched it, I was absolutely gobsmacked that he grabbed Laurie, stabbed her, and then threw her to the floor. I was stunned that he killed her. I rage quit the first time I watched it. <laughs> did, did you rage quit at this point? Ultimately rage quit, yeah. Like pulled the tape out of the VCR and snapped it over <laughs> my knee, kind of rage quit. See, I thought this was good because there's no Halloween before this that's had the balls to do it. But they didn't want to do that in this either. They only <laughs> no, I know, yeah, I, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I know they didn't want to, but they done it. <laughs> the scene ends with Michael returning to the clown patient and handing him the knife. The patient is then given... Before, a... before we move on to the yeah, patient, though, they're, they're killing, they're killing... They're... She's going to kill Michael Myers from his rooftop, right? This is a dude who's been, like, stabbed, shot, bang alive. <laughs> This is a building that's like, what, a story and a half high? Yeah. I'm not being funny, but I think I could comfortably jump off that roof <laughs> and be all right. In, in, in Laurie's defence, yeah. she is in a mental institute for <laughs> a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Michael um, goes, oh, it's not me. It's not me with his mask. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but he wasn't there for that bit. He was, <laughs> he'd bug it off. Let, so let, know about that. Let's stop poking holes in it. It's, okay. it's, it's a solid movie. Um, <laughs> so we haven't got past the intro yet. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that not the end? No, no unfortunately not. Uh, he hands the uh, the knife to the, the patient who was dressed as a clown, um, who starts hitting us with true crime fact style, Michael's <laughs> greatest hits. How many did he get? He got stuff wrong here, didn't he? Yeah. He says three I can't remember, though. You're three doctors. But there's four kids and then a do- two doctors and two nurses and orderly and yeah a, a policeman as well yeah so yeah so his his, his facts were a little bit off it's a little bit like a little bit like me on true crime. i was gonna say <laughs> completely opposite to you there uh, no very much like me on true crime opposite of heather um so i, I will hit heather with a true crime fact she go let me explain it to you again <laughs> drawing your diagrams yeah, in, in crayon because it's the only way i understand <laughs> Uh, we now get a clear cut and we're off to Haddonfield University where we meet our cannon fodder for the movie. In a break for the norm, I actually found myself quite drawn to some of these characters. I, I found connection with these characters. Um, none of the ones that continue into the film? Uh, no, no. The one I liked was um, Sarah. She reminded me very much of Laurie Strode in the original. Very timid, very kind of, I don't know, like this wholesome good girl. Um mm-hmm. She's twirling her hair like in the first one in class as well. Yeah, she is. I think there's a good mix of characters here. So you've got like 
the nerdy guy, you've got the, mm-hmm. the, the hard guy, you've got the hard girl, the girl who wants to be a model. There's enough in here. They were trying to hit a broad spectrum of people so <laughs> everyone would identify with a character. Um, Mark, who did, you ident- who did you connect with the most? None of them. They're all idiots. Not really. <laughs> this is what annoys me about films like this. Like they, they do that thing where they get a broad scope of people and collect them all together. It's like, hey, these are kids from college. It's like, fuck off, man. These kids don't like each other. Like he would never hang around with him, and she doesn't like her for a fact. It's like it's so unrealistic that they mix all these people together to try and verify for a wide range of people. And it's like, no, just stop sticking your nose in a wheelhouse of stereotypes and then give us a cast of characters that we can associate with who are actually going to be realistic with friends in real life because none of these people are going to be friends. Like, they all hate each other. They literally all hate each other in real life. You you (laughs) do watch horror movies, though. You know this is the trope that pretty much every slasher goes down. Not necessarily. Only in the 90s and maybe early 2000s. Yeah, We seem to have grown away from that now. But yes, back in the day, that was fucking annoying that they did it all the time. (laughs) Uh, This is why we find out they're going to be part of a TV show. Um, When this came out, reality TV was all the rage. This was the peak of Big Brother. um, (laughs) And it was shows like that, like Survivor. And they really tried to piggyback on the back of that. And I respect their decision for trying to take a well-established, strong franchise. And Mm. I respect their decision for going, we're going to take this somewhere it's never been before because it's never been done before and it won't be done again. Halloween 3 was a complete departure, but everything with Michael Myers is very, very samey. There's no no other movie has gone, we're going way out on a limb here. And this one done it. I take great issue with this. I don't like it. I think it's dated. It doesn't hold well. Watching this now, it looks fucking dreadful. And this was one of my biggest worries and biggest concerns with the announcement that Halloween Ends was going to be con- going to be filmed and, and centred around the pandemic, which is now gone and disappeared off into the night. Can you imagine if they'd have filmed that film around the pandemic era and then in five years' time we'd have all gone back and watched it and been like... <laughs> can't fucking really relate to this anymore. <laughs> you know I mean, and we can't really relate to this stupid shit anymore either with the stupid fucking found footage, the dated camera work. It's just not relatable anymore. So on a rewatch, it just looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, they reference the Osmond after the, the Osborns, which is yes. like <laughs> 20 yeah. years since they've been on telly. Yeah, it I, just I, doesn't I... hold up. And that's one thing that I hate about movies trying to trying to be relatable. Don't mm-hmm. be relatable to the times, just do you do you and do what you know works and make a film. Stop trying to be relatable because it's not going to be relatable in a few years' time. You're just going to be dated a lot quicker than you want your film to be. It goes on to what I'm going to talk about next, which is um, Sarah is chatting to someone online in a very old-style, AOL-style chat room that we all used in the early 2000s. Uh, She's talking to someone called Decker. Um, It's a completely throwaway scene, but it does pay off later on. Enter Mr. Buster Rhymes and Miss Tyra Banks, and the movie begins to pick up pace. Relax, man. I'm only trying to give America a good show. Hang on. Before, who was the professor that was teaching the class? Uh, um, oh, I can't remember his name, but yes. <laughs> he's the director of The Birds 2, Land's End. And this. <laughs> oh, it's Rick Rosenfall. It is Rick Rosenfall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I completely forgot yeah, that scene was in there where he, yeah, he's, he's so teaching. I didn't recognise him because he's changed. <laughs> and he has a fake beard and stuff. It's weird. But yes, it is Rick Rosenfall in that scene. Anyway, <laughs> Buster and Tyra are here. 
Let, let's, not, let's, let's not dial it back. Buster and Tyra are here. Did I mention right. Buster Rhymes is here? Before um, we go any further, let me just draw attention to what the fuck is Buster Rhymes' singular sideburn. We need to talk about <laughs> it. And we need to address it right now and get it out of the way. I quite like it. And I've got facial hair now that I could, I could do a singular... <laughs> For love you, of horror, you need to fucking do that. For the love oh, of horror, God. is in a couple of weeks' time. Can I go to the love of horror with a singular Buster Rhyme sideburn? Can you fuck? <laughs> You're going with me. There is no way I'm going to the for love of horror with you with one singular Buster Rhyme sideburn. Have <laughs> two. Uh, I, I, I'll do one, and then every time someone comes near me, I go, "It's time for Dangertainment." <laughs> I will leave you, you know that. I will leave you in that event on your own. <laughs> anyway, Buster explains the show uh, and says that they're going to spend the night in the Myers house and try and work out why Michael was killed over the years. Uh, we get little interview sections with each character, uh, which is done in a way to kind of introduce them and set mm-hmm. the, the stereotype in stone that they've set for each character. In Sarah's interview, a lamp is knocked over and she goes full 1960s psycho with her scream. Um, a Buster just does this massive cheesy grin like that's the money that's what I want on my show um, can I ask is that, a, is that a thing can you do that what break glass with a screen yes <laughs> I that's don't because the, the, the actress couldn't do a screen so they had to put one on for her but yeah I'd... well that's not even her screen that's not even the actress's screen no that's oh I didn't know that no I didn't either that's cool what baffles me more is that that is a singular glass at the complete opposite end of the room. And this goes yeah. through about three or four cameras and TV screens before it even <laughs> breaks that glass. She's got laser focus. La- la- laser targeting screen. Yeah. Um, we get a throwaway scene where Sarah wants out and Buster convinces her to stay. Um, she's the only genuine contestant. And that's what people want to say. Um, I will say why I enjoyed this part of the movie and I like the concept it suffers with some severe pacing issues here <laughs> what, severe... Do you mean the fact that Buster Ryan gives himself a 10 minute monologue about how great he is for convincing Sarah to stay in danger to yeah. pats himself on the back and Pat literally pats himself <laughs> on the back before he forgets he's midway through his Kung Fu epic There's what that... a dick oh Freddy boy damn you good why don't you just pat yourself on the back oh watch on me oh there's also the scene where they go um, they go shopping and they're going clothes shopping to what they're going to wear in the reality TV show. And there's another nod to H4 in here where she spots Michael in the mirror. Yeah. And she she's getting know what changed. He looks like. I, I picked up on it and I hope you didn't. But yes, let's carry on. <laughs> I, I, I read this movie and H4 next to each other when I watched this, just looking for comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> um, after some more filler scenes and some the, the mm-hmm. online relationship between Sarah and Decker, uh, it, it's just scenes where them texting and them kind of all getting fitted out with body cams. And there's, I'll be honest, there's not a lot that goes on until we get to the Myers house. There's not, but to be honest with you, where, where do you guys lie with the Decker story? Because I, I personally quite liked it. I thought their relationship was quite intriguing and interesting, regardless of the day. MSN group <laughs> chat conversation thing, but I actually quite like that as a concept and an idea. What, what yeah. did you guys think to the Decker sideline story? Are we saying Decker or Deckard? I'll just. There's a cut scene where he says his name's after the Blade Runner. Oh really? Oh. <laughs> See, this is why you you should run this show. 
<laughs> Fucking amateurs. I'm going to do my own show. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a back seat, right? Gareth, take us away. <laughs> well, I could go to the original ending if you want, but well, there was going to be four different endings in the cinema, like Clue, the film Clue, where oh each- really. You could have a different ending, so you'd have to go and see the film four fucking times. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a good job they actually watched it back and realised nobody was going to watch yeah. this shit four times. There, there is, <laughs> there's a work print on the internet somewhere, or maybe on YouTube, where it's got the d- alternative ending and, t- spoilers, Tara Banks' death scene, because she just disappears halfway through the film. So, yeah, he, he hangs her up in the cables, Michael, and then he stabs her guts a load of time. That's why there's so many... So much blood on the floor when they turn up later. Okay. I'm completely lost now as to where the fuck we were in this conversation. Gareth just started dropping fat bombs on us and we are completely lost. <laughs> I thought um, you two are fans of this. We, we, we just don't, we're not used to this level of professionalism. I'm not quite sure what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do know where we are. Uh, we're, uh, Tyra is talking to Charlie, who's their visual tech, and he's setting up cameras mm-hmm. around the house. And this yeah. is where we get the first Michael kill. They got one tech, one tech to set up a whole show. Um, and Michael stabs him through the neck with the tripod with the camera still on it. And yeah. why this is happening? Tyra's making a cup of coffee conveniently and completely misses it. Even you even see on the cameras Michael drag and dispose of the body, and that's something I don't think he's ever done. No, no. Well, he no. displays them, doesn't he? But then for the ending. Yeah, he's been yeah he's he's been quite yeah quite sneaky yeah. in this one, and he kills the most important and intelligent man in this entire film. <laughs> yeah, like the only guy who understands the importance of camera angles, probably a lot more than <laughs> fucking Rick Rosenfeld, <laughs> and he kills him off instantly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kill is a homage to. It's been done before. Oh, is it? Yeah, what's it? Uh, it's a seventies film called Peeping Tom. He's killed. With oh a yes, yeah, and he kills with a tripod through the neck. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. See, this this movie's just full of homage to other... Yeah. Um, the local no, have you just noticed that we've got more important things to talk about than this film? <laughs> no. <laughs> other films are better than that. <laughs> uh, the local news crew arrive and Buster tells them this show is 100% real, it's authentic, and there's no tampering, and the teens gear up with their cameras at the side of the house. Now, I said earlier, although I really love this movie, there's lots of fillers, um, and this is another... <laughs> Big chunk of filler scene. I'm not going to go through it all because it's boring if I read it all out. So I'm going to give you the cliff notes. So they find Michael's knife as they search the house. They find a chair with some straps on it. They far, uh, they start pairing off and flirting. Um, <laughs> this takes lots of time. And again, had some pacing issues here that I had, I had problems with. I could go and make a sandwich, come back, and they were still examining Michael's knife. While this is all going on, Decker's having a Halloween party um, and Decker isn't really invested in that party. So he goes and finds a little office room. I'm guessing it's like his dad's office. And he puts on the live stream and starts to watch the show. Night has fallen and the teens begin to slip in and investigate the house in a mix of standard and found footage shots, which Mm -hmm. is a massive departure from the rest of the franchise. Even for me, who likes it, it was jarring. Yeah. Coming it's off, not, it's not comfortable at all. It's it's genuinely not. Buster and Tyra sit in the um, the studio van um, as Michael starts to talk, stalk the kids, and that they're they're just happy. They're just happy. Yeah. They're celebrating their that they they've had a successful successful start to their show. But how big yeah, is I, that inside of the house? It's like the TARDIS. 
Yeah, I, I was literally in my notes. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Since when did Michael Myers own a mansion? I mean, this place is ginormous. Like, the bedrooms in this and the scope of this place. Like, yeah, they're at one side of the house and they're screaming and nobody hears them. I'm like, I'm not being funny, <laughs> but this is like a two-bedroom house with a living room and a dining room. I was like, you can hear everything. <laughs> yeah, and, and with bare wooden floors, you'd know where everyone was at any given moment. <laughs> yeah. um, Michael starts killing the kids. First one is a complete rip-off slash homage to Candyman as he bursts through the bathroom mirror <laughs> uh, and takes out one of the teens, stabbing him to death. I like this kill. Which is the first one to go? I can't remember now. Yes. Oh, I don't no. know. <laughs> is it the American Pie dude? I think it is. It's a oh, little, it's in the head, the little dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he gets yes, because he gets a kitchen knife through the skull, which was pretty cool to be fair. That actually. was good. Like it wasn't edited to shit, so you couldn't. Yeah. yeah. But I do like this kill. It's that it's that thing where they blend it between the found footage aspect yeah. and the flashback to the point of view camera, where it's extremely dated and it doesn't look like like <laughs> you know the capability of iPhones these days. Like this stuff just looks fucking shocking. Yeah. This, I think, Mark is going to have issue with, which is the shot-for-shot replication of the original movie in the closet. Uh, Sarah finds the buyer's mask and falls over, and then one of the other teens bursts through the the cupboard in the same way that that Michael did. Uh, The only thing I wanted to happen here was her to brandish a coat hanger in defence, and she didn't do it. I felt so let down. I I literally put in my notes at this point. I was like, what the fuck is this? A Gordon Green film? I was like, what's going on? (laughs) Because there's so many. I didn't realize how fucking callbacky this film is to everything else in the series. Like, near enough, every kill or every other scene is like a flashback to like, uh, uh, like even even when Sarah's in in college early on and you see her in class and she looks out the window. I mean, I know we get that stuff in H20, but we get it here. Like, it's, it's literally shot for shot the same as everything else it's like gordon green before gordon green was gordon green it's, it's that on the nose i just never noticed it before that, that, i'll be honest some of the the homage they pay to the stuff that's gone before is actually pretty good as well they, yeah, they, and I, they, I didn't mind the scene i didn't mind it at all i thought it was quite a cool clever little callback but now seeing everything else after it and the way they've done it better since it just kind of feels yeah. 90s American pie cheese. <laughs> um, back at the Halloween party, Decker is now watching and he's getting more and more people are coming in. So there's two, a couple come in and they're about to have sex on the desk and then they all of a sudden realise Decker's there. And he's like, oh, I'm watching the live stream of the Myers house. Do you want to watch? And the girl is like, yeah, that sounds cool. And the bloke just gives him the worst death stare in the world. <laughs> yeah, and then joins in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be fair, if you were at a party, you're about to hook up with a girl, and some random bloke goes, "Oh, do you want to watch this program?" And she says yes, you'd be like, "You fucking arsehole. <laughs> Especially if it's a reality show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do, do you do you want to sit down and watch the Kardashians? Oh, that'd be great. What are you doing to me, man? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get two teams in the basement who find a sub basement below the basement. So there's a basement in the basement, which yeah. I thought was bizarre. So um, can I just ask who created this basement within the basement? Like this, this great escape tunnel system that's in this film. Is this something that is created by Dangertainment or has Michael Myers built this shit? I'm thinking it's Dangertainment. That that's my assumption. Two schools of thought, isn't it? They found what's likely a, a room under the room under the room where he's been living for the year. I think it's yeah. To, I mean, what's he been doing though? Like, has he been Shawshanking this shit? Has he been going out and about on Halloween with a pocket full of rocks just scattering them around Haddonfield? <laughs> or is this, I don't understand how he's managed to dispose of all these underground digging ways. 
See, I like to think that Michael, during the rest of the year, is just normal and has a day job. And then just on Halloween, <laughs> he gets suited up and goes out. He works at a call centre Monday to Friday. It's like, it's like Batman. It's like yeah. Halloween night draws. He's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the two teens now in this area where there's no cameras, they do what teens do and they start to get it on. As they're doing that, the wall collapses um, and loads of body parts fall out. And this is where we get the reveal of, I think everyone had guessed it, <laughs> Dangertainment have rigged this house with so much crap to make it more scary for TV. Yeah, um, I mean, it was hinted at quite subtly early on, the stuff where the cook goes up and smells the, uh, smells the spice rack and yeah. it's like, oh, this, this is fresh and and things like that. And you see certain stuff throughout that they hint at. It's like, oh, this is weird that this is still here. It hasn't aged. And, yeah. and then eventually, finally, we get that grand reveal down yeah. in the tunnel system. As he picks up a severed arm and it says made in Taiwan on it. <laughs> yeah. So how does the entertainment make money? Because it's live stream. There doesn't seem to be the ads. It's not on TV. <laughs> There's no business to be made from it. I, I don't know, but I may DM Buster Rhymes because if there's money to be made from live streams, Gareth, you are the one who needs that information. <laughs> Obviously, I need to have people choose the camera angles and stuff like that. I think your yeah. biggest problem there, Gareth, is like you're trying to make logic from a film like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael is now stalking through the house uh, when we get another Michael. And we get a Michael on Michael scene because one of them is Buster Rhymes. And Buster Rhymes lets rip at Michael, screaming and shouting at him, thinking he's Charlie, and tapping him on the forehead in an angry way. And he ends it with going, Naget, Naget, get away! <laughs> I cracked up at this scene, because Michael does it, he just goes. <laughs> he just took, yeah, you think he's just going to fucking stick in his face, isn't he? But no. <laughs> he's just, okay, I'll go away. Do you know what? This is it. This is where this film is fucking criminal and this is where it falls apart this is the biggest problem with this film and i think this is one of the biggest hits that this film gets from fans and um, is the handling of myers in this situation like they're basically taking the character of myers and turned him into a fucking idiot like <laughs> he's branded this unmerciless killer just nothing stands in his way and he gets talked down by a gangster rapper of Walter Wears, if not like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir, I'm just going to leave. And and every time people criticise this film and talk shit about this film, it's always this one scene that they refer to. And I think that had this not been here, granted, this isn't a great film. But there's a lot of stuff in here that is, is kind of credible and it doesn't make for a terrible watch. But the insult towards the character of Michael Myers that is done in this scene is just unforgivable. And I think that is where a lot of fans lose interest in this film. Yeah, I mean, because the kills in this are great. So you get Michael strikes again in the basement um, and he, he stalks a girl and then impales her on some rebar sticking out of a wall. I, I think kill-wise, can we all agree the kills in this are solid? I think, yeah, I think yeah. I, I think quite a lot of them are quite fairly creative. I don't necessarily think that that good but they're not they're not the worst i've seen from this franchise at all i mean considering mm -hmm. most of them are at least shown on screen as opposed to some of them that cut away quite a lot i think these are fairly competent enough i think one of my biggest issues with the kills is just the intertwining versions of the point of view camera sequences it just makes it all quite jarring i did but again that's just the concept that this film was going for but overall yeah the kills are pretty cool and it's just it's just filmed in a in a way that doesn't really necessarily lie well with my taste, but I can't fault them for the creativity side of it. 
I do like how when they're killed, the camera ends up in front of them. So they're on the TV showing they're dead, no matter yeah. how they're killed. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, the end, yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah, the, their camera that's pointing forward so you can see what they're seeing at is always pointing back at their yeah. face. Yeah. Is is that Myers just turning it around? Myers going, I don't like that angle. That's better. <laughs> yeah. um, it's this kill, though, where Decker, who's watching on the live stream, realises that this is a real kill. Um, and again, it's a quick cutaway scene. He goes, this is real. Everyone goes, shut up, Decker. <laughs> and then it goes back to the movie. Sarah sees Michael and freaks out. And she starts running through the house. This is where Michael grabs hold of her and he's attacked with a piece of wood. <laughs> he screams, ow, turn the camera off, turn the camera off. Because it's not Michael, it's Buster Rhymes. Uh, a Buster line hits me with my favourite line from this whole movie. You hit me like I murdered your fucking mother or something. <laughs> I did chuckle. I'm not going to lie. I did yeah. chuckle a little bit. <laughs> I know people don't like Buster Rhymes in this. I've got to say, he's just so much fun. He's stupid. He's goofy. He's great. And had you put him in a, a franchise where the fans weren't as precious, if you'd have dropped Buster Rhymes in with Freddy Krueger or dropped him in with Jason Voorhees, he would have become an absolute <laughs> icon in that franchise. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And I have no issue with Buster Rhymes. I like his music and I love Pimp My Ride. You know, I'm like, I'm all for Buster Rhymes. I think he's great. It's just, it just doesn't sit well within this film for me. I just don't think he's suited. Yeah, a Freddy film or a Friday film, something real campy and slocky, great. It, it just doesn't work here. I just don't, I don't like it. And yeah, you say this all the time, Halloween fans are precious and crazy. And yeah, we are, man. And it, it just, it, it's not welcome here. Buster, right. <laughs> uh, Buster explains that the whole show is bullshit. It's all staged <laughs> for entertainment. Yeah. And, and he needs to get the teams to get on board and play along. Because if they all do that, at the end of it, they're all going to come out with some decent money and maybe some contracts. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning myself off of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if I was watching this as a live stream and yeah. everything went, went quiet after the Bosch Michael Myers with a bit of stick <laughs> and then the live stream came back on and everyone's just casually walking around with nothing happened I'd be like mm, yeah I, not watching us anymore well, this is a bit weird well all the teams were there apart from one um and the one who wasn't there finds a body upstairs uh, and then Michael decapitates out at the top of the stairs in front of the other teams and they realize it's actually the real Michael Myers <laughs> and again he, de- he decapitates Katie Sackhoff who, by the way, I love Katie Sackhoff in this. She's great. Yeah, I do like her a lot. She, she, she's a lot of fun. I'd she, connect with her. You, you mentioned earlier about which one's your favourite before I went off on my wild rant. I do <laughs> like Katie Sackhoff a lot in this film. But again, she gets killed with a kitchen knife like it's some sort of fucking samurai sword. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, that is not Myers. That is not a Myers kill. This did. Rick Rosenthal lost his way with this. I don't know if he's actually credited as a writer for this film, but it just it makes little to no sense to me. And someone who has so much experience with something so early on in the lifespan of this franchise, it just it's just ludicrous to me that he'd be willing to let something like this slide. Well, wasn't all the gory bits in the second film reshot by Carpenter? Yeah, yeah. Rick Rosenthal was adamant that I, none of that was going to be involved. He was like, no, no, I'm going to stick true to the original. And then um, it was Mustafa Ricard, I think, who then intervened. He was like, no, no, we've got to keep with the times. We need it bloodier. We need it gorier. And then yeah. John Carpenter then stepped in and refilled all the bloody gory scenes for Halloween 2. He originally had it a much bluer and much more pleasant version of that film, trying to keep in essence with the original. And I would love to see a cut of that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's in existence or not, but I would really like to see that. 
Uh, the next kill is the kill I take real issue with. It's the skull crushing kill <laughs> where Michael grabs his head and squeezes and squeezes and squeezes till his skull cracks. The kill itself is good. The issue I've got is this teen just stands there with his hands by his side and does not make any attempt to get Michael's hands off his head. It annoyed me a lot. I like this. This was a great H4 callback. H4 is a very grabby Myers. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> the next one we get is a stab and he's pinned to the door. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, this was a chef, wasn't it? The cook. Yeah. And, and this is a callback, obviously, to the original Halloween. Um, and again, I like this. Did anyone spot the Nosferatu callbacks in this? Homages. So when Michael's walking, all of his shadows, his arm is extended in front of him. And mm. where they cast the shadow, he's casting the same shadow that Nosferatu ca- casts when he reaches for his victims. Oh, that's cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, I was it? just so distracted by the, uh, the 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 guy who plays Michael Myers in this is a guy called Brad Laurie. Mm. That dude needs to get his posture, uh, posture, <laughs> posture checked out immediately. This is the worst version of Myers I've seen. The guy is so hunched all the time, like he's... Not even like H4 shoulder pad Myers. Like this guy's like <laughs> bent forward. It's, it's And like, I have issues with the robotic version of Myers along this franchise, but this one in particular, he's really slouched. Like he's, he's smoked a bag of weed and just <laughs> chilling around this house going out on a killing spree. Like the guy doesn't do a very good job of portraying oh. Myers. And as great as a mask is and stuff that goes with it, I just think his overall performance was quite shoddy. But maybe he's more relaxed because he's at home. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene, he just walks in with a pair of leather granddad slippers. <laughs> Sarah now realises she has her phone, which is some really bad writing. She's like, well, oh, Is it a phone or is it a PDA? So, it's, but... it's a PDA. She's like, oh, I've got a way of contacting the outside world. Um, right, so I'm going to just chime in, like, because I'm, I'm a little bit younger than you two. What is a PDA? Do you know what your f- smartphone does? <laughs> Lose about 99% of that. <laughs> and then you've got a word processor on your in your hands. Yeah, so it's like, like a small laptop. I don't even know that if they could actually contact the outside world. No, I don't know if they could. I, I know you could you could type like quick, almost like your notes section. It's a notepad. Your, it's basically a notepad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, but she's got this, and she doesn't then message someone on it. She goes up to the screen and screams for Decker, who then messages her. She screams at the at the camera, waving her phone. For someone to call her. Uh, and Why has Decker... Decker not messaged her at this point before? Like he's uh, he's watching this stream and they're apparently in constant yeah. communication. Why is he not at one point being like, oh, by the way, that really hot ginger chick who was flirting <laughs> about with that weird art student down in the sewer, she's just been actually killed about two hours ago. Well, he does phone the police. Yes, does he, he does. But yeah. then there's a cut scene, well, there's a delete scene as well where the police, because Hanfield's so believe <laughs> pranked so much, they don't believe him. So they don't do anything about it. But in the theatrical cut, the police turn up it 30 minutes later. But I, I like this next bit that come. I think this next bit is brilliant where Decker is acting as her eyes, watching the live stream footage and guiding her through the house. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the best utilisation of this concept, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Um, and she kind of, as she's moved away through the house, Decker's, shit giving directions uh, and it kind of looks like all all hope is lost as she's confronted well nearly gets confronted with myers um but buster saves her and we get buster versus michael <laughs> part one part yeah. one um you want to be on dangertainment let's see what you've got motherfucker what on earth is with his fucking oh, hi. 
come on, man. I mean, like, you can be a master in arts in Kung Fu, but that doesn't make you a Bruce Lee impersonator. I mean, it was just fucking weird. But it did make me laugh a lot. <laughs> and I, I imagine... I imagine the actor who played Myers, or if it was actually Myers, if that had happened, would have struggled not to just like chuckle for a oh, second. There's got to be a blooper reel for this yeah. somewhere out there. <laughs> uh, with some help from Sarah, Buster kicks some ass with his kung fu, uh, and Michael's kicks out of the window and hung by an electrical cable. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's dumb. Yes, it's silly. Yes, I love it. I'm not going to hide it. <laughs> I quite liked it. I'm not going to lie either. I, I didn't mind this. It was. It was stupidly entertaining. Uh, we now get, uh, pick your poison, we now get either an evil dead nod <laughs> or a Texas chainsaw nod um, <laughs> as a chainsaw comes out because we get the final showdown. So they get a text to say that Michael's alive and they've worked their way to like a little shed or Sarah's got in a little shed. Michael comes in and she attacks him with a chainsaw, which is brilliant. She's like hitting his knife and it's like sending sparks everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's just so fucking cartoonish, isn't it, man? Um, Buster gets stabbed. No! Well, Buster is... gets stabbed first, don't they? Because he gets yeah. separated, and then they're in the house, and Deckard's like, oh, he's still alive. And then they open the front door, and Myers just immediately stabs Buster in the shoulder. Yeah. Like, not even, like, severely either. It's like a little flesh wound, as if to say, don't worry, <laughs> he'll be back. This isn't the end of Buster Rhymes. So Sarah resorts to the garage where they've been doing all the CCTV footage for Dangertainment, which is yeah. where you mentioned earlier, Gareth, about they look on the screen and they find Tyra Banks hanging. <laughs> and then they see they see all the flashbacks of all the people looking directly at the camera from their <laughs> point of view, from their point of view headsets. Um, Sarah pulls out the longest fucking chainsaw you've ever seen. I mean, this is like Leatherface 3 sort yeah, of Sharknado chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should say like, the family is the sore on the side of it kind of shit. <laughs> and uh, they, they, that's when you get your cartoonish spark <laughs> and all the rest of it. And Buster Rhymes comes in and saves the day right in the last moment. And Buster Rhymes bursts in with trick or treat, motherfucker. You, we were talking about this before we recorded this episode and you kept saying to me, trick or treat, motherfucker. And I was like, I hate you, go away. And then when I saw it play out on my rewatch, I was like, actually not that bad <laughs> it's not that bad and he, he then kung fu kicks michael into some electrical cables and michael gets fried in and the then nuts. He, uh, yeah and then he, <laughs> he, he, he touches the electrical cable on michael's bollocks to make the connection oh that was stupid <laughs> by the way can we just can we just tack on to the fact that sarah is now incapacitated by a fucking calculator like she is that's what i thought if the table is like, a plastic table that's barely Anyway, yeah, like, and like oh, I'm trapped, I can't move. And this shit is literally like a fucking, it's like a stool with a calculator on it, and she can't <laughs> get up and walk away. Uh, after Michael's killed, after Buster's killed Michael, and he's there burning. He then hits us with the line, Hey, Mikey, happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that was too much for me. Yeah. Was, I was like, Yeah, just get out no. now. You're done. The, the trick or treat motherfucker was great, but See, walk away. I just wanted you to come back in, like go out the door and then come back in and then hit him with another one and then go. <laughs> and then be like, oh, no, that one couldn't have. Hold on, give me one more. Give me, let me do this again. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need one more. I need one more. We now get a standard, I'd call this a standard aftermath of any 90s, late 90s, early 2000s horror movie. <laughs> All the emergency services outside. Someone sat in an ambulance being treated. The news crews are there. The news crews come over and go to Sarah. Oh, is, is there anything you want to say to the world? She's like, I want to say thank you, Decker. <laughs> yeah, it's basically anything post the original Scream end credits, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then Buster bursts in 
Are they? Are I going to do this pretty much line for line because I feel oh, I have to. <laughs> so they turn around to Buster and go, "What can you tell us about Michael Myers?" And he goes, "Michael Myers is not a soundbite, a spin-off." No, come on, do the action. Do, do, yeah, do, do your best Buster okay, impression. Don't shave your beard and then. Okay. <laughs> Michael Myers is not a soundbite, a spin-off, a tie-in, <laughs> some kind of celebrity scandal. <laughs> Michael is a killer shark in baggy overalls. He gets his tricks killing everything he comes across. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and if you're wondering what soundbite I'll be using to advertise this week's episode, it'll be that. <laughs> and if you're wondering where to find Scott for love of horror, it'll be the white dude with dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> and a single sideburn. <laughs> uh, the movie ends with Michael arriving at the mortuary mm. where he, the mortician gets told, you've got a celebrity. And she's like, like most morticians in movies, like, yeah, whatever. He's like, no, you've got Michael Myers. And instantly she like drops the body she's doing, <laughs> turns around, opens the bag. We get Michael Myers' eye pop open and the credits roll. I'll be honest with you, though. I actually genuinely liked this scene in The Morticians. I thought it was well, very yeah. suspenseful. I thought it was really, really clever. I mean, even though I knew what was going to happen and how it was going to pan out, I, I, I genuinely thought it was very well done. Yeah, I, I really like this scene. Do you know what the original cut was for the ending? No. Uh, no. I've seen the alternate ending of this as well. There's a yeah, because it's not um, Buster Ryan that's bursting through the door. It's Deckard. He's come from the party to say. Oh that. really? Yeah. Oh, oh no, I haven't seen that version. Oh, no. that would have sucked. It, there is a split second. He's in this theatrical version when the door bursts in and he falls down. That's Deckard. And then when he gets up, it's Buster Rhymes. Oh, oh really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna go. No, I'm you're gonna do it frame by frame. You might just see him. But then, <laughs> so yeah, then he rescues her. Uh, Buster Rhymes is taken away just in a trolley, so he doesn't get any of his lines or anything. Oh, oh that's upset. So yeah. And then oh, the, cough, man. <laughs> they, they to explain that he's in high school to her. He's, oh, yeah. I don't want that teen romance shit. No, so he spills his beans. Oh, I still like you and all this, but no. I, do, I always do wonder, though, wonder what would happen when they actually, because obviously she's going to now reach out to Decker and be like, you saved my life. And then he's going to be like, oh, I'm only 12. You owe me now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now, Buster quite clearly states that Michael Myers is not a soundbite. <laughs> but do you know what is a soundbite? It's evil audio, and that's happening right now. I'm here to chew gum and do evil audio, and I'm all out of gum. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. <laughs> I'm your number one fan. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish. I am the eater of wolves. We're here. Be one of us. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. You gotta be fucking kidding. Red rum. Red rum. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? You opened it. We came. What's blood for? If not for shedding. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. It knows what scares you. It has from the very beginning. This is Evil Audio. Uh, ten audio clips from movie. Each clip gets shorter. The first being ten seconds, then nine, and so on, until you get a one-second clip. You can pass and come back to one if you don't know the answer. You get all ten. Even if you get one wrong, you still get to answer them all. Uh, we can repeat the audio as you need. Uh, Mark set a score of 140. 
in his first attempt. Uh, imitation Dave in second with half of that score at 70. Um, where do you think you're going to come, Gareth? I don't remember agreeing to a quiz for a start, so... Well, it, it's, it's a bit of fun. Do you, do, you think, do, you, do you think you can catch Mark? Fuck it, I'm going to race this. Yeah, I, I, you know, out of all the people who could come on, you watch probably more films than all of us combined. I think you've got a good shot at this. I don't remember much. That's the trouble. <laughs> right, so let's start. So let's go with your first audio clip. So this is going to be your 10-second clip. Michael Myers is not a soundbite, a spinoff, a tie-in, some kind of celebrity scandal. Michael Myers is a killer shark. Baggy Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what movie would that be, Gareth? Ringing the bell, this one. Uh, Halloween Resurrection. It is. And the year? 2002. It is. That's, um, that's 20 points. I will to- retire now. Uh, I know you might say you don't remember enough stuff, but you are good with dates. <laughs> you are good with years. Wow. Uh, here is your nine second clip. Beautiful young women Andrea, the oldest, Nancy, Cindy, Christine, and April. It's Mr. and Mrs. Warren. <laughs> the Conjuring? It is The Conjuring. Can you tell me what year it is? Shit. Uh, give me a, five minutes in Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess. Um, 2010. Unfortunately not. No, it's 2013. But still, you still get your 10 points to the right answer of the point. Uh, so that puts you on 30 points. Loser. <laughs> so this is your eight-second clip. Here's the deal, snake bite Andy. You're a pusher. Huh? You can push people. We haven't had a... <laughs> let's come back to that one come back to that one okay so we're going to come back to the eight second clip so here is your seven second clip so you have an off button <laughs> this is exhausting I, don't, I want to give you a tour can you like unpack first you want to unpack before the tour hmm <laughs> I come back to that I, one I'm yeah, going to say yeah. again if you don't know it we can always circle back around Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, this next one is your six-second clip. I'm gonna hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Ooh. Do you want to hear it again? Go on. I'm gonna hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Ah. <laughs> I can hear it in my mind. <laughs> I recognise the voice this time. Do you want to hear it again? Go on. I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. No, I can't get that one. You going to come Sorry, back? Sorry, we'll, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back. Bloody hell. Uh, so what's, what was that? That was, uh... that was the six second. Right, so here's your five second clip. That's all I need. It's like a drug. Remember these glasses make you high, but oh, you come down hard. Ooh, they live? It is they, is live. they live. Can you tell me what year they live was from? Um, I should be able to. Um, 88? That is correct. That is 88. That puts you on to 50 points. Don't forget, we've still got question three, four, and five to be able to circle back round to. Okay. 
Right, so here we go. This is your four-second clip. Come on, fucko. Don't you want a balloon? It? It is it. 1990? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> so close. It was 1996, but you get 10 points for that one anyway. So, yeah, you, you do well. You're on 60 points. Hang so on. here is your three-second <laughs> clip. Hey, this is exactly what he wants. We can't go to the police. Not now. He's being... Oh. <laughs> 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 hmm. Hang on. I'm thinking. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> yeah, my help. Hey, this is exactly what he wants. We can't go to the police. Not now. He's being... <laughs> what do you want? My bra to fall off? <laughs> what do you think it is, Gareth? I think it might be, I know what you did last summer. That is, I know what you did last summer. Can you tell me the year of that film? 96. Oh, Ooh, so 19, close. 7, 98, 99. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> it was 97, unfortunately. But uh. still. That puts you to 70 points. 70 points, so you're, you're tied with Dave. Off. So here's your two-second clip. Never fuck with the daughter of a serial killer. Mm. Never fuck with the daughter of a serial killer. Is it Scream? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't remember which year it came out. Uh, was it this year? 2022. That's correct. It was 2022, so that's another 20 points. That puts you on 90 points. So you're now in second place on your way to catching Mark. Yes, you still okay. have three questions to circle back to, and here is your final one-second clip. <laughs> you're going to die up there. Ooh. You're going to die up there. You're going to die up there. It's very familiar. Get very nervous at how close you might be if you go back to those other three questions. <laughs> You're quite safe. You're gonna die up there. You're gonna die up there. <laughs> it's gonna fucking haunt me tonight. <laughs> uh, no, nope. drawing a blank. No. So, do you want to take a guess at that, or do you want to come back to it? I'll come back. Go on. Why come back. back. Right. So here is a long your. Episode. Seven second question. No, eight second question. Uh, eight no. second. Eight second clip. Yes. Here's your eight second clip. Here's the deal, snake bite Andy. You're a pusher. Huh? You can push people. We haven't had a. <laughs> you just play another hour and a half of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snake bite Andy. Nope, I don't know that one. Uh, you, don't, you don't know that one? So gonna, gonna, we're take a guess, off. Gareth. You've got nothing to lose. Don't uh, ask it. Just take a guess. This is what I did on the Ghostbusters question. I should have just guessed it. <laughs> Throw some darts. Um, Throw some shit on the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> Copycat. No, but that's a fucking awesome film, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it was Doctor Sleep from 2019. Of course it fucking was. <laughs> Next up is your seven-second clip that you're cycling back to. Before the tour. Do you have an off button? It's exhausting. I know. I want to give you a tour. Can you, like, unpack first? Do you want to unpack? Before the tour. (laughs) 
if it had two more seconds. <laughs> yeah, two more seconds, you'd I probably get that voice. Mm. Uh, Want to hear it one more time? Oh, one more. Does he have an off button? This is exhausting. <laughs> I, I want to give you a tour. Can you like unpack first? Do you want to unpack before the tour? <laughs> anyway, the cabin in the woods. No, unfortunately not. That was Get Out from Jordan Peele for 2017. Nah. As soon as you hear it, though, you realise whose voice it is. Yeah, like, I can see yeah, the guy from West Wing now, yeah. Yes, that's it. Um, and this is the one that was really bugging you. So this is the six-second one. <laughs> They're all bugging me. I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. The thing. It is the thing. And what year is the thing? Oh, shit. This is embarrassing. Uh, 82. That's correct. Well done. <laughs> wow. Which brings to a total of 110. What did I get? Uh, 140. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're allowed your 110 points, Gareth Bolden. So you've <laughs> got. A car or a speedboat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got a toaster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a 9.99 one uh, just the one second clip left now so oh, here's the one second one again you're going to die up there you're going to mm. die up there mm. I got giddy then and thought you'd finished apologies <laughs> <laughs> shoot this one's going to annoy you so no these one's going to annoy you so much as well yeah um it wasn't the hills of ice. Uh, Mark, what was it? It was the Exorcist from 1973. I just wanted to say to you, tubular bells, tubular fucking bells. <laughs> uh, so Gareth has scored 110 points, puts you in second. Oh, well well last. Mark, Mark, comfortable, mate, because you'll be there for a while. I think this is a hard quiz. It's it's really the thing is in concept, it sounds really easy, yeah. and when you hear them, you. Because I've i got Lisa to do some and test me, and she'll play them, and I go, I fucking know that film. I can <laughs> see the actor. I don't know what it is. It's so frustrating. It is. Uh, I, see- I listened back to the episode that I did, and even on that quiz, I was like, shit, I don't know this. Even though I'd answered it and got it right, but obviously I played along again on the playback, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, I don't know this. But even though I answered it that night, I was like, shit, my mind's gone blank. I can't think. And I, I God knows how. You just... One of those where you hear it and you either get it or you don't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same with every quiz theorem. on this show. It's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's hit you with some fun facts about Halloween Resurrection. Now, I've been fair. I know there's lots of haters for this movie out there. So I found some facts that will please the haters who hate this movie. Love. Facts. No. <laughs> uh, John Carpenter has stated that this movie made him cringe. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was contractually obliged to be in the sequel. It was supposedly going to be a 30 second cameo, um, but she was, it was it was reported she was so invested in the story. She agreed to do a four day shoot and appeared in the entire opening sequence. However, Jamie Lee Curtis said that that was a complete lie. Uh, and she only done the entire sequence to make sure that her character was definitely dead, and she saw this film as an absolute joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she she wanted that to be it for H twenty, didn't she? That was it. She yeah. was like, "This is it." She's like, "I'll come back and do this, but this is it." Yeah, and, then, and 
Um, why why did her people not spot there's a sequel clause in the movie that was going to be the end? <laughs> I think it was probably more of a case of we are throwing a lot of money at this. You We will give you this amount of money if you sign this sequel clause as well. <laughs> and she's been like, yeah, I'll come back, but only for uh, yeah, 10 seconds. A minute. Yeah. Um, you can see what, from the ending how the hell is he going to continue from there? She thinks, yeah, that's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. While in the asylum, Laurie Strode had a Raggedy Ann doll, uh, which is the same in the original, which Gareth and me pointed out earlier as well. Um, the name of the psychology professor in Haddonfield University is Dr. Mixter, which is also the name of the doctor in Halloween 2 that treated Laurie Strode um, and was killed by Michael Myers with a needle in the eye, which is still one of the best kills in the franchise. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my eyes. It, awful kill. Um <laughs> Freddie Harris' surname is in homage to Danielle Harris, who played Michael Myers' niece, Jamie Lloyd, in Halloween 4 and Halloween 5. That's why he was called Harris. I don't believe that. I think they were just looking at, oh, what's a surname we could use? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't look like a Freddie Harris. No. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls off Buster Rhymes, but that not works. Freddie Harris. <laughs> um, the film ends with a sequel hook where Michael opens his eye, revealing he's alive. Now, Josh Harnett was originally down to reprise his role um, for another film titled Halloween Retribution uh, and seeking revenge for his mother's death. In an early treatment, the character Sheriff Brackett would also return um, and help John on his quest or help join the quest for revenge um, since Michael killed his daughter. The critical backlash for this film and the fact it absolutely flopped um, caused them to change all of their plans and the next film in the franchise would be another rubbish Halloween film Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007 remake Blasphemy, absolute <laughs> blasphemy <laughs> uh, Gareth have you got any facts for us before we dive into three word review? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, Katie Sackoff, it's not her bra you see or her body when she lifts her top, it cuts because she, she wasn't going to do that scene so they cut when she pulls it to her face that's as far as she was going to go and then they had a stand-in with smaller tits, which upset Katie Satoff, Scatoff, or whatever it is, <laughs> when she saw it in the premiere with her parents. Because <laughs> it wasn't you, an ample cup size. Yeah. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't say, I'm not going to do it, and then when someone else does it, it goes, well, they're not as big as my boobs. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. And she's got her own YouTube channel, and she recently watched the film for the first time since seeing it in the premiere, and then she was very upset with her acting style back then. Yeah, you see, I like Katie Sackhoff, and I said earlier that I liked her, and it's mm. not, it, trust me, it's not based on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good good round off for facts. We'll end with some tits. Um, <laughs> uh, into the bit of the show that I love the most. Zoinks! Three word reviews, man! Uh, if nothing else, this movie gave you fucking plenty of scope to play with. <laughs> um, so we got Twitter. Uh, Night Terror Story, Mixed Michael Arts, instead of MMA. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and he's got a YouTube channel for scary stories. Uh, we've got the Terrible Terror podcast, Buster Kicks Ass, and they're a <laughs> horror podcaster. Uh, over on Instagram, uh, one enthusiastic horror fan official, uh, Bag of Wank. <laughs> there you go, he gets it. <laughs> and they're a horror movie review account. Uh, not worth knowing at all. Um, asked for a three-word review, and his three-word review was, why fucking bother? 
<laughs> and they're a horror fan account. And Chainsaw Chicken Barbecue upset Mark so much last week in Sound Off, I decided to deserve to return to the show <laughs> as he gave us. Now that's Dangertainment. Hey. <laughs> Don't look a, at me, man. Don't look at me. <laughs> and he's a horror account and he's a, a really, really great prop maker and mask builder. Um, yeah, over it's on just t- really, really cool. It's it? really cool. Um, over on TikTok, they, they went hard as well. We had uh, Michael Myers official. That movie sucks. Uh, they're that's a Myers fan account. There. See? Yeah. Uh, we had Cabinet of Horrors podcast, which is Josh. Um, and he gave us Kung Fu Legends. <laughs> uh, we got Punkarana. Uh, could have been better. They're a horror account. Uh, and finally, we had a, a three word review followed by a three word reply, which I thought was brilliant. Uh, Autumn Girl 24 7. Buster ruined it. <laughs> and then uh, Yakima Valley Dad. Buster saved it. In reply to that comment, <laughs> pretty much because um, that's all we remember. Where do you sit on this with Buster? Did Buster make this or break it? Uh, uh, do you know what? It's it's it's, it's a difficult one because mm. I'm always one of the people who hated the Buster Rhymes character in this film. <laughs> I don't know whether he's just gotten better with age or not, but like in this latest rewatch, there was elements of his character that I didn't mind. And I don't know whether that's due to my own separation of this film from the rest of the franchise and just watching it and taking it on for what it is. But I, 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 I didn't really mind him that much this time around. Oh, nor did I. Oh, good. <laughs> when years later it's taken, but... Yeah, he's <laughs> grown well with age. But maybe this will become one of the cult classics and in when we're on Halloween 27, there'll be someone going... <laughs> Don't forget about resurrection. It'll be talked about in the same vein as Halloween 3. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's lots of ways you can support us. Um, Tell a friend, review us on Apple Podcasts, review us on Spotify, uh, share something on your social media, buy something in our shop, uh, yourunpodcast.com, a T-shirt, a hoodie, a sticker. There's something on there for everyone. Christmas is coming. People want gifts. Um, And if you want to give a really cool gift, We've got our super special offer. You can have a personalized podcast where we will review any movie you want. You can come on as guests. You could ask us to get a a guest from the past. And if they're available, we'll get them. You can get us to do any quiz you want from any time in history in the show. And we will record that. We will edit it all down, make it into a decent episode and we'll send it to you. And you can either give it as a gift or you can keep it as a keepsake. So Christmas is coming, people. People want that. If I win the lottery, I will ask for a daily Halloween 4 review. Do you know what, mate? If you're (laughs) going to pay me to do a daily Halloween 4 episode, I'm on board. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Means to make you mad. Uh, This week was really, really simple. I used a picture of Buster Rhymes and it read, only real Halloween fans have the balls to admit Buster Rhymes' portrayal of Freddie Harris is the best in the entire franchise. You're a crazy guy. I was expecting some rage. (laughs) Um, I I wasn't disappointed, to be fair. (laughs) I can't imagine you were. I mean, even three-word review this week has been insane. Like, I literally commented on it with a load of popcorn emojis because I knew it was going to blow up, and I just sat there watching the lot. People were going wild for this movie. You just literally explained a small proportion of what was going on on that post. Yeah, and and memes to make you mad was yeah. <laughs> I put it on TikTok, and Michael Myers official jumped straight back in first comment. Um, I'm sorry, Scott, but it's simply not. And I put, I, I replied to this because I thought it was good to stoke the fire. 
And I put, I've got some really compelling arguments that could change your mind. <laughs> and he put, okay, go ahead, try and change my mind and see, see uh, go ahead and try and change my mind. See how I said try, <laughs> try, because you won't be able to. I will always have a huge grudge against this film. How did you get on? I, I didn't give him compelling arguments. He's going to listen to this episode and then tell me, <laughs> <laughs> then come back to me. I'll give you an update when he replies. Yeah, uh, you've already failed. Let me just say that now. <laughs> uh, one of the um, co-hosts of Larry's show, The Ghoul Kids Table, uh, Arlie Grind. Uh, spoiler alert, Buster comes back in Halloween ends and he's about to end it all again. Can you fucking imagine, right? If I was just thinking that. The last four years on this Gordon Green trilogy, and right in the closing act, Jamie Lee Curtis is having a full on, like, like, bear in mind, like, this is a proper serious film. It's all been real climactic up until this point. And all of a sudden, Buster Ryan busts in and he's like, trick or treat, motherfucker. And then just drop kicks Michael Myers out of a door. I, I honestly think that would warrant a standing ovation for me in the cinema. For Gordon Green to have the balls to do it, I would have to give him a standing ovation. But we've got Halloween ends on the show that week of release. Just next next week? I will not be here. Yeah, I won't be here for that episode. Oh. I will not be here. <laughs> if that <laughs> happens and he makes an appearance and does that in the closing moments, I will not be here for that episode. Uh, do you know what's really funny? Because if he does do that, not only will Buster return, but I will also win our bet and you'll be buying beers at For Love of Horror. <laughs> I fucking won't be going for love of horror, man. I see it. <laughs> Freddie uh, Harris. I will be retiring the horror genre for from my years. lifestyle forever. <laughs> Mark will start a romantic comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, over on Instagram, uh, Lumberjay the Hair Gay. Best character in the whole franchise, if you ask me. And to be fair, he was just trying to stoke some more aggression. <laughs> I was going to say, I know Jen. I feel like he's on a wind-up there with the comment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Halloween, which is Halloween, Halloween. Huh? Um, it was a good performance. Uh, sorry, it wasn't a good performance, but I'll give him credit. He literally cracks me up every <laughs> single time he's on on screen. Yeah. Um, again, again, I think uh, this time around... I... I can't believe I'm saying it, but I didn't mind it. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's, it's growing on you. Uh, big thank you to everyone who falls victim to memes to make you mad. Um, you bring so much entertainment every week. And everyone who's listening, make sure you go and follow all of these accounts because the accounts who take part in memes to make you mad are the accounts who really voice their opinion. They take offence to what I've said enough that they then go, fuck you. <laughs> and I've got to thank them for that because so many people online see things that annoy them and just scroll past. <laughs> and these people take the time to stop and have a go at me. So thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm kicking things off this week because I'm pretty sure you two are going to absolutely assassinate this. <laughs> and, and I've gone hard this week. So sit in, get comfy. Um, Resurrection made a bold choice. Um, killing Laurie Strode, adding found footage elements to the franchise too. They brought humour to the series that up until this point, it's never really been funny, not intentionally. I mean, H4 was funny, but not oh. not, not deliberately. Um, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only Halloween movie that you can clearly stamp into a decade. The others are rehashed attempts to recreate the magic of the original. It's full to the brim of nods to the work that has come before while taking a brand new and exciting path. Freddie Harris is one of the best characters, not only in this movie, but in the franchise. Not only be funny and larger than life, but kicking Myers' ass twice in the same movie. 
Buster is not the best actor, but he's definitely got some acting chops. Uh, the movie's issues are over amplified by fans' desire to have the original recreated and rehashed over and over again. And their resistance to the slightest of change of any motive or any main plot make this movie hate it. I love this movie. It's by far the most fun instalment and a guilty pleasure in exactly the same way that Jason X is. I will always choose this over a retread of the same steps that Carpenter Walk done by different directors. This sits in my top five Halloween movies. Eight out of ten. Right. Can I just... <laughs> right, right. Listen. Right. <laughs> Good night. No, listen. Right, listen, right, listen. Not only have you just relinquished all credibility of yourself, <laughs> you've just alienated every single Halloween fan you've ever come across in your life. Are you trying to get murdered? <laughs> Are you genuinely trying to get mad? You cannot say stuff like that. As much as I feel like that opening monologue was aimed at me, you have literally just put a target on your back. You cannot say <laughs> things like that and expect to get away with it. If I had sleeves, I'd roll them up. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and Gareth are going to form a greaser gang and come for you. <laughs> well, it's not purely caused by the fans, but if Halloween fans, and I, I genuinely, I, I love Halloween fans, my, my co-host is a Halloween fan, but if Halloween fans were more open to new ideas, for example, Friday the 13th fans, we'll take pretty much whatever we're given. I'm a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I will take whatever shit you want to churn out and I will absorb it and swallow it. I might not like it, but I will still absorb it and I will take it on board and I will embrace it into part of the family. This movie, because Halloween fans are like, why the fuck is there found footage in it? It's just alienated. It's like, that's not part of us. We don't want that. And no other franchise does that. Look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They embrace three. Nah, man, you guys, you you, you and your weird little fan bases just get what you can take, you know what I mean? Whereas <laughs> us, we, we have eclectic taste. It's, it's got to be right. And, and it's, it's got to be fucking right. And this isn't right, man. This isn't right. But I, I think this is the perfect time. Mark, you may now rant and tell us what you think of this movie. <laughs> Do you know, in all fairness, man, I don't actually have as much pent up rage about this as I do as Rob Zombie's Monsters. So this isn't <laughs> going to be as drastic as I expected it to initially be. Um, I, I don't like this film. I don't like this film at all. I think it's one of the weaker of the franchise. And the only saving grace for this film is the fact that I've seen the producer's cut of Halloween 6. Um, <laughs> is that the, is that the um, like... I think it's the producer's cut yeah it's the producer's cut what, the fucking Indiana Jones Halloween yeah. is the one that I'm talking about <laughs> uh, that's the only reason that keeps this film off the bottom of my Halloween ranking list uh, I don't like the fan footage element I don't like the reality TV element I don't think it, it's very I just don't think it holds well, regardless of it being part of a Halloween franchise. It's just a dated concept. I don't like the fact that when horror films or any film in general, this isn't just regarded to the horror franchise, just any film that tries to incorporate something that's popular within current culture, it just, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but you're taking a gamble as to whether that's going to be a lasting effect on cinema unfortunately found footage and the reality tv aspect of this film doesn't work now watching this back it just feels very dated and very flawed the casting is forgettable rick rosenthal again somebody who gave such a fantastic installment to the franchise and someone who loves part one and part two combined as one whole concept and one whole film 
coming back to the series to make this film was was exciting. It was exciting that he was going to take part in this and then for him to deliver something that he delivered only made the overall delivery of this film even worse because everybody expected something that just ultimately fell flat. Rappers in films, nothing against rappers. Please don't come at me. <laughs> please do. Fast <laughs> arrives if you're listening. Please do come at me. It's a drive-by. <laughs> please don't drive by me as I'm taking my child to school. You guys are great. Your gangster rap's great, but stay in your lane. We don't want you here. You're not welcome. This is not. This is not your area of expertise. All right. So just do not bring your shit and your your one-liners to my franchise because I don't like it. Um, I I don't know, man. I, the mask, fucking hell. This franchise doesn't do well for its masks. So take credit in the fact that they have a good mask, barring the eyebrows. Um, killing <laughs> Laurie Strode off immediately like they did was criminal and then expecting somebody who has invested 10, 15, 20 years into a franchise that's sort of built its arc on being a killer who comes after his family for it to automatically then just be a solely mindless killer because somebody's bagging his house I don't know. It makes very little sense to me, and it, it, the logic of surrounding this film just isn't there. Um, the writing side of things is just too focused on being relevant, and then not focused enough on 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 what's important to this franchise. Not that this franchise is very solid in its in its storytelling. I'm I'm not I'm not claiming this to be anything Shakespearean, but it it, it has a formula that fans expect it to stick to, and this this just went way left field and it, oh. and it didn't work. It didn't work. I mean, it tried something and I'll give it credit for trying something. And again, on the latest rewatch, <laughs> I actually didn't mind Buster Rhymes. It was, it was quite funny to go back and watch it, but it is, I, I don't like it. It doesn't suit well to this franchise. It doesn't feel like a Halloween film. It doesn't formulate how a Halloween film should. And for that reason, I just don't enjoy watching it. I, I can't necessarily knock Rick Rosenthal for his deck uh, directing, the film looks good enough. It stands up well enough in terms of a directorial standpoint and cinematography standpoint. It's just, it's just overall not enjoyable and doesn't feel in place with anything that it should. So for me, fuck, you know, I'd be lucky to push it a two or a three. No, what? and that's out of ten. Apologies. So I'll be. Yeah, it's a one star. It's a one star. Oh. It's a one star Halloween film. Oh. Five. Yeah. Gareth, your thoughts on this and your score. Well, there's a reason I don't have it in, on VHS. I got one to seven, so. Was, and that's a perfect roundup. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would you score it then, either out of ten or out of five? Oh, I was just thinking about this, because A, isn't it the first one to have boobs in it in over 40 years? Uh, yes. <laughs> so That's a one star straight away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to go four. I did enjoy it last night. I was very tired. Is that, is that a four? Is that, is that, I was going to say, is this out of five or is it out of ten? Out of ten. Out of ten. <laughs> okay. out of ten. It was enjoyable enough. So That's... what was your score, Scott? An eight? An eight. Ten. An eight. And yeah, I'm, a two, I'm a two out of ten and you're a four out of ten. Four out of ten. The dust has settled since I first saw it. So. Which, I'm not being funny, average our scores out averages a six exactly the same as the listeners average score <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> we, I need backup from this <laughs> uh, <laughs> we end the week uh, we end the show each week with your thoughts in sound off <laughs> sound <laughs> off and this week we've got Lady Crisis on Instagram Classic Buster 
being Buster, uh, Heather, my wonderful co-host on True Crime. Let the dangertainment begin. And finally on TikTok, I think is the perfect way that Mark will be happy with how this ends. Uh, this is the real Mr. Garrison. Halloween resurrection simply does not exist. I will not acknowledge it. Amen to that. <laughs> Just wasted two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, me and Mark will be back on Friday with Horror Movie News, which is uh, going to be interesting this week. That's all I'm going to say. Definitely tune in for news this week because it's going to be something like you've never heard before. That's all I'm saying there. Why? Uh, what have you? What? Yeah, why? What have, what have you done? It's going to be really cool this week. I've got loads no, of what loads have you of co- done? No, because this, no. Why, Remember, this is a different podcast. Um, it's still relatively new, so you need to go and find it. You need to type in You Run Podcast Horror Movie Review. Uh, next week, we'll be back in Haddonfield for the final installment of this franchise. And depending on how it goes, Mark's complete mental breakdown and destruction of his podcast studio live on the air. Mate, I tell you what, I have never been more scared or more nervous for anything in my entire life. Like <laughs> I genuinely, I, I honestly don't even know where this is going to go or how I'm going to react to this because I, 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 I <laughs> I'm I've invested, I've invested so. Like I grew up with Halloween as a franchise, being a child, so I've gone back and revisited these films. I mean, like when I hit like sixteen, seventeen, like I was only just Halloween Hates to World was only just coming out, and this is it. <laughs> this is the moment we've all been waiting for, for but this franchise to have save a it because we've we've got a section on news, especially for Halloween ends, that you can have your real rant on it. Yeah. Just keep remembering, it's only a movie. It's only. It is. No, no, Gareth, don't do that to me. You know you don't believe that either. Uh, Gareth, thank you so much for for coming in and, and bailing us out. Um, tell everyone where they can find you and how how they can find you. Video Tasties on YouTube and on Instagram. That's about it at the moment. Uh, That's not about it. You are pumping out some severely good content at the moment. You are daily, nightly, weekly, <laughs> weekendly. You are there all the time on it, YouTube at the moment. Yeah, if you love movies, 8 o'clock pretty much any day of the week, go to Video Taste's channel and the chances are he will be live doing a watch-along of a movie. We do have Halloween 6, isn't it, coming up, Mark? We do, we do. Obviously, I have been... Uh, what did we start on? We started on Halloween 4? We did on 4, I think, yeah. We did on 4 and I've been there sort of every other month basically working our way through the franchise we just recently did five and then we are coming up for the halloween season we're going to do curse of michael myers which version are we going to do the theatrical or the theatrical one we're going to do the theatrical the which is the much, the much better version of that film um so we're going to do the theatrical version of the film on a watch long and i think we're booked in for the 25th 27th something like that no. something like that um so you can find us on youtube and i'll be there to watch the theatrical and then we're going to stop at h2o i think yeah and no, no. also uh, are we? yeah, yeah. No, no 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 i want you two to do resurrection watch along because i will come along for the whole shebang for that <laughs> we will do the halloween resurrection watch along if you can come on with us okay Okay, yeah, I'll come along with you. I may even shave a single sideburn for that oh, episode. That, that would be fantastic. Please do. <laughs> uh, Mark, send us off into the sunset. Uh, cheers for listening, guys. Again, don't forget you can catch us on Friday for horror movie news. And you're not going to want to miss next week. It is going to mm-hmm. make or break me that episode. So tune in to see whether that will be my last episode or not. Uh, it, it won't be but if it's been bad I can guarantee you I will push Mark to the point you want him at on that episode no mate listen right can I just say now if it is really that bad can you just be nice 
I I can say it wholeheartedly. I will try. You just give you just give Halloween Resurrection an eight. No matter how dog shit this fucking film is going to be, you can't possibly (laughs) score it any lower than an eight. Uh, Do you know? I'm tempted to score it a seven just to see if that's your trigger point. (laughs) That probably will be my trigger. If we get all the way through it and you big it up all the way through, and we get to the end, you're like, yeah, it's a seven. Just know I will probably punch my computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next time. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Before you forget, you want to die tonight? Hypochondriac with asthma is in there. I just lose all sense of equilibrium. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to say 9 out of 10. Always enjoy watching it every time. Windmills were fire hazardous. He literally used the paycheck to pay for a house. That's all it was for. Meeting someone for the first time, you wouldn't be talking like that. Because he was so stoned, he'd like half fallen asleep. <laughs> you and Tasha are meant to be. I'll figure that shit out. <laughs> I just got fired yesterday. I'm free. I swear to God, I'm gonna stick that wolf <laughs> up your asshole.